Hi, I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor, and Happy New Year. So excited. It's a new year, full of new opportunity, and I'm going to do so many amazing things in parallel dimensions with this podcast, sharing it with you, the listeners, this year, 2022. So this thing here is the Bageltron 2000. Bageltron 2000 opens up portals to other dimensions, and I've been traveling through them, documenting everything on this podcast which again, I'm just so excited about the new year and all of the great things that are going to happen this year on this podcast and in these other dimensions. Things have been going really well lately. I feel like I've really helped out some people. I've mostly helped out some people. Anyways, I'm, I'm optimistic. It's a new year. It's a time for optimism. And oh, and this is my roommate, Jack Strobe. Howdy, folks. I don't know if you've helped out our Patreon supporters so much, Max. What do you mean by that? Well, some of them uh, got insulted pretty badly. Ah, uh, well, yeah. Okay, there is that. That wasn't my fault, though. It was the mysteries of the multiverse, okay? What can you do? Anyways, I'm all fired up to fire up this Bageltron 2000 and see where it's going to send me today. Do you got anything you need to add before we get going? No, no. I think uh, I'm feeling pretty good about today, too, Max. All right. Here we go. Power of the Bageltron 2000. Hear that? That was a weird noise. That's not entirely normal, is it? No, no. It sounded like there was like kind of a glitchy noise. Huh. You got a rat chewing on the wires in there? Uh, no, 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 definitely not. Well, everything looks normal on the Bigeltron 2000. Uh, let's see. Oh, what? Hmm. That's odd. My recorder is acting a little funny. Kind of glitching out on the screen. Is this thing on? Are we broadcasting? Across the multiverse. I, I think I've done everything right. I think we are. All right, let me play the bumper music. Yep, all right, I'm bored with that already. Hey, everybody, this is Zam Smatta, a.k.a. Hellscape Max, broadcasting across 1,000 different dimensions for our 1,000th episode of Bring Back New Coke or Else. Now, many of you, in fact... Most of you, those of you in 9,999 of the dimensions now listening in, are unfamiliar with Bring Back New Coke or else. So I'm going to fill you in. This is a true crime podcast in which I describe all of the terrible true crimes that I'm going to do to the executives at Coca-Cola if they do not bring back New Coke. At least that's what it was when I started this show about a year ago. 500 or so episodes in, I accomplished my goal. We brought back New Coke. Everybody in this world has access to New Coke. It's amazing. Basically a utopia here now. But at that point, the podcast was so big, we kept it going. We've pivoted. We've tried a number of things in the intervening time. The new format of Bring Back New Coke or else that we landed on about 250 episodes ago is me and my co-host, Charles Matherson. Say hello, Charles. Hey, everybody. Charles is the professor of ethics at UC Berkeley. And we sit down multiple times a day to record Bring Back New Coke or Else, which is now an ethics program. And I have to say, as an ethics professor, that it seems awfully unethical to be overriding other people's podcasts in other dimensions, Max. How many times do I have to tell you, Professor? Zam. I go by Zam on the podcast. When the red light is off, Max is fine. Whatever. When the red light is on, I am Zam Smata. There you go, Zam. Anyway, the point is, this is still basically a true crime podcast because what we're going to discuss here is... How much money do we have to get paid to commit a true crime of varying degrees? So, Professor, here's the first scenario that I brought to you today. All right, I'm ready. There is an out-of-control trolley barreling down the tracks. You are standing next to the switch and the tracks. If you do nothing, the trolley will slowly come to a stop and no harm will befall anyone. 
If you throw the switch, the trolley will be diverted onto another track that contains a box full of the cutest puppies on the planet. How much would I have to pay you to throw the switch and kill the box of puppies with the trolley? All right, well, that's that's an interesting question. Now, I know many people have different opinions about the value of animal life versus human life. Um, I do not hold them to be equally valuable. And I have to balance the good that I could do with the money you're paying me. You know, I could potentially save the lives of millions of puppies if I got enough money. So I have to, to balance that good against the, uh, you know, the obvious evil of, of killing puppies. Now, I guess my first question is how many puppies are in that box? 42. 42. So this is a, this is a pretty uh, serious puppy slaughter that we're talking about here. And to be clear, they will not be killed instantly. It will be a very painful death for these puppies. Being hit by a trolley, you're, so you're saying some of them be, might be killed instantly, but some of them might receive injuries and die later, or like they Yes, will... indeed. There, there's definitely going to be some puppy maiming going on if you okay. throw that switch. Okay, so some of them might just be maimed and and, and, and have discomfort for an extended period so of time. So would you do it for a billion dollars? Yeah, I think, I think I could, you know, if I'm just balancing out, like, how many puppies could I save, I could clearly save more than 42 puppies and give them a wonderful life with a billion dollars. So yes, yeah, I would, I would... Uh, uh, what about $500? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the, the lives of those puppies are worth more than 500 bucks. Uh-huh. All right. We've established a range. How about a million? Million dollars? Yeah, I think 42 puppies in, in a box. Take that, puppies. Okay, 500,000. Uh, yeah, probably still 500,000. Wow, wow. You're throwing these puppies under the bus. Well, I mean, under the trolley, I guess. 500,000, huh? All yeah, right, yeah. 100,000. Huh. Yeah, I think I think I could do more good with $100,000. But I but you know, I also have to keep in mind that, you know, if I if I was given $100,000, I probably wouldn't spend it all on charity. So at this point, it's starting to get a little harder. I think at $500,000, I could easily do enough good to balance out killing 42 puppies uh, and still keep some money for myself. At $100,000, I'm, I'm, I'm less certain. I'm going to go with no on the $100,000. Not $100,000. All right. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. So you're not as uh, anxious to slaughter puppies as I thought maybe you would be. $250,000. I'm going to go with yes on $250,000. Uh -huh. Okay. So somewhere between one hundred and two hundred and fifty. dollars 175. Hmm. I think we're getting pretty close to my number. I think, um, I'm going to I'm gonna go with no at 175. No. All right. 200. You're going to throw that switch. Um, kill and maim all those puppies. Again, remember, these are the cutest puppies on the planet. Oh, I, I'm, I, you know, I missed that part of the description. Although I have to tell you that I don't think their cuteness factors into my number. You are going to get railed on social media for that. That's one thing I didn't clarify when we started this narrowing down. Is this going to be widely known that I pulled this switch? Or is this just like a secret known only to me? It's not being broadcast on social media. Nobody records it. So like, this is not an immediate risk to my reputation among like people who are, are hardcore animal lovers. It's not a an obvious risk. That's like that's not part of the uh, the ethical equation that I'm considering. I mean, other than the fact that you're openly admitting on this podcast that you would be willing to do it, yeah, no, I don't yeah. think it's going to damage your reputation. Other okay. than that, okay. Again, the most popular podcast on the planet and soon to be demanded across the multiverse. I think two hundred thousand dollars is my number. Like I would do it for that, but not a penny less. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Two hundred thousand dollars. All right. All right. What do you have for me, Professor? Lay it on me. All right. You're going to get paid a lump sum. But the cost of that is a random person is going to lose a day of their life. A day of their life. A day. A day at the end of their life? Yes. I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe you've got some ability to cryogenically freeze somebody in the middle of their life somewhere. 
I got to ask these questions. Of course, of course. Yes, this is what the podcast is. So they die one day earlier they die one than day they otherwise would have. Now, it's a random person. It could be a child that wasn't going to live very long, and you might be removing 1% of their life. Okay, well, child death is fairly uncommon, at least in this dimension. So that's not too big of a concern for me. Keep in mind, you're not removing a day of your own life. You're you're making this decision for someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Would you do that for $1,000? Hmm, $1,000. Uh, I mean, probably not. I mean, the, the minimum ad buy on my show is a million. So I don't think $1,000 is going to get me to do much of anything, honestly. All right. Um, How about a million dollars? All right. Now we're talking because, I mean, what do I have to do for a million dollars? Normally, it's like a 30-second ad read. This is like nothing. I just have to ponder the fact that somebody's going to die a day earlier. I mean, yeah, I'd probably do that for a million dollars. Okay. Your range right now is between 1000 and a million, so let's let's do 100000 Honestly, yeah, I'd probably do it for 100000 too. I mean, even if we're talking about, like, my mom here, who, again, is not here in this dimension. She died many years ago over in the Hellscape dimension. But if she were in this dimension... And if it was my mom who's going to lose a day, I mean, she'd understand. $100,000. It's a lot of money. Yeah. How many people make $100,000 in a day? Like, not many people other than me. All right. All right. So so $100,000 is worth a, a, a day of someone dying a day earlier. Okay. So, but not $1,000. So how about 10000 Now, let me just ask one more question. Am I going to know who it is after I accept the money? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, my initial thought was no. But if it significantly changes your answer, we, we could also explore the yes scenario. But mm. let, let's say, just since I have to choose one, let's say that you'll get a postcard in the mail that will have a picture of the person whose life you ended a little prematurely and, uh, and you know, some basic facts about them designed to tug at the heartstrings. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, I'm going to say not for 10000 No. But are you still a yes at $100,000, yep. not mm-hmm. to know about the postcard? I'm sticking with the yes on the 100000 Okay. So what about $50,000? I think probably still yes. I mean, I get those kind of postcards in the mail every day. There's always somebody starving somewhere or something. All right. And and, and a day of their life is is worth $50,000. All right. So you said no to 10000 and yes to 50000 So how about 20000 You know what? I'm just going to say I think it's 50000 I don't think I'd do it for less. All right. So not no less than $50,000, but $50,000, you'd do it. All right. I mean, let's be honest here. I have a very large amount of money in my bank account that I'm currently not spending to extend anybody's life by a day. All right. What do you have for me? All right, Professor. Here's your second scenario. You are a judge, a figure skating judge at the Special Olympics. Prior to the competition, you are approached by an individual who is offering to pay you to fix the competition and assure that gold medal goes to a figure skater who is very obviously the least talented in the bunch of competitors. Would you fix that competition for $1 million? There are some questions that immediately come to mind. And one is, if I'm fixing it for the least talented figure skater, that's going to be pretty obvious to the whole crowd. And, you know, am I going to face some sort of repercussions? You know, is this going to be something that I can be reasonably assured I can get away with? Oh, yes. Judging in the Special Olympics in this scenario is completely anonymous. All right. And how likable is this poor figure skater? Uh, They do not have a very compelling story. Okay, so it's not like I could find a compassionate reason to, you know, justify why I'm doing something like that. Nope, absolutely not. So it's purely, purely for the money. In fact, the reason that they're disabled is that they jumped off of a building on a dare for social media likes. So this is a particularly unlikable person, and I'm going to help them 
if I do this and hurt someone else who deserves the medal. That's right. Also, to be clear, the individual who will be getting second place after you fix the competition, this is their only chance at the Special Olympics. They will not ever be able to come back, and they have never been able to compete before this. I got to tell you, Zam, my number would be really high for something like this. If if I would even do it at all. No one's going to know. That is certainly a factor that might make me not do it for sure if, if it was going to become known. But I do have to balance out the good that I could do with a large amount of money. $10 million. No, not $10 million. $100 million. I think we're getting close. $200 million. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking about like all of the research I could fund with $200 million, all of the, you know, or, or if we, what if we phrase it as how much good could I do for the disabled community with $200 million? At that point, it starts becoming hard to ignore the large amount of good that I could do while sacrificing one very deserving person's medal for someone who is not deserving. I think I would do it for $200 million with a stipulation that the majority of that would go to some sort of charity that would assuage my conscience for having done this. Aha. Uh -huh. All right. $200 million. Any lower than that? One seventy-five. I'm just going to stick with $200 million. All right. $200 million it is. Well, Zam, you kind of stole my thunder because we didn't compare notes, obviously, before we started this podcast. And one of mine is kind of similar to one of yours. You know the rules. And so do I. Yep. No comparison. So my last question here is, how much would someone have to pay you for your best friend's dog to get cancer? How old is the dog when it gets the cancer? We're going to say it's two. Ooh. It's past the annoying puppy stage, and it's right at the prime of dog enjoyment. What kind of cancer? A very painful cancer that is protracted but will kill the dog with in a year. I see. I see. Does your best friend love his or her dog? Well, yeah, obviously. Who doesn't love dogs? So you would have to hear them talking about each stage of the cancer as they grow in despair of their dog's life until they finally have to put their dog down and cry on your shoulder about this. And do they ever find out that I received payment? Only if you tell them. Hmm. I see. So would you give your best friend's dog cancer for a million dollars? No, I don't think so. Definitely not doing that one for a million. How about 10 million? Mm, nope, probably still no. Really a dog lover then, eh, Zam? Also wealthy. You may have forgotten, but uh, this podcast is very popular. I mean, I don't know how you can forget. I mean, you are the co-host now, so you have a pretty good idea of how much money we make on this podcast. Well, certainly, but I would think that you would be balancing not only your own personal benefit, but the good you could do with this money. But okay, so let's go up to $100 million. Would you give your best friend's dog cancer for $100 million? All right, now we're starting to get into dollar amounts that make you think. Even when you're a stupidly wealthy, interdimensional podcast host such as myself. $100 million. Hmm. Ah, boy. I mean, I could buy a freight ship full of dogs to be delivered to my best friend's house for that amount of money. I mean, would I be allowed to buy those dogs and have them delivered to his house like before his existing dog dies? So then he basically forgets or possibly can't even find his dog with cancer. Is that allowed in this scenario? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say unless you want to use your personal funds for that then yes, but if you if you want to use the funds that you receive as a result of this terrible act, you will get the money after the dog has died. Oh man, that's harsh. Hmm. All right. Uh. Yeah. I mean, we're, I'm on the I'm on the border at a hundred million, but I'm st I'm gonna say no still. Okay. All right. So we're gonna go to a billion dollars. If you're on the border at a hundred million, I would assume. Well, I'll just ask you: Is a billion dollars a yes? Then. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say it, Scott, but. Uh... 
your dog is definitely getting cancer if I'm getting paid a billion dollars. All right. So we know it is between a hundred million and a billion. So logically, is five hundred million enough? Yeah, I think that's probably enough too. All right. Two hundred million. Uh no. No. It would would not do it for two hundred million, would do it for a half a billion. So how about four hundred million dollars? Uh I think no. Nah. I'm I'm still going to say no. All right. So we're between 400 and 500 million dollars, which so is it like 450? I think it's just around 500. So like you wouldn't do it for under 500 million, but it once you hit 500 million, yeah, I think dog's so. getting cancer. I'm pretty sure I can overwhelm Scott's grief about his dog for pretty much the rest of his life with daily dog shipments for 500 million dollars. Does he want that many dogs? I mean, it doesn't really matter. That's what's going to happen with the 500 million dollars. So you might in fact not only kill his dog, but make his life worse with the money that you get for it. Like, what is your relationship with Scott like? It's complicated, man. It's complicated. All right, then. Now, if you're listening, Scott, remember, these are hypothetical scenarios. If your dog actually gets cancer, I did not receive any payments. This guy's a professor of ethics and a podcast host. How much money could he really have? Obviously not $500 million to pay me to give your dog cancer. If your dog gets cancer, it's not me. I want to reiterate that, okay? Anyways. We're out of time. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And uh, if you were hoping to hear a different podcast at this time, well, too bad. You don't ever get to hear that episode. It's gone forever. Whatever podcast host you were intending to listen to, the thing that they thought they were recording got written over in real time by this show, which is why you're hearing us now. Until next time, which you won't know when it's going to be until it suddenly happens, unless you're in my dimension, in which case next time is in about uh, three hours. We're going to break for lunch and get back at it. This has been Zamsmata and some professor dude. Who cares? Bring back new coke or else. I've only been here for like two or three minutes, but I feel like I have so much more to learn and experience. And and are you sure there's no way I can come back to this dimension ever again? Nope. This dimension will fade out of existence and all of the knowledge with it. So I hope you recorded everything that you learned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course. But uh, I just I feel like I have so much more I could gain. I I just I can't. Can I open up the portal? Well, uh, thank you so much for everything. I don't, I don't know how to express it. I think you know. I know. You can feel it. I know. The okay. link is still working for a few more minutes, but we are going to fade into another multiverse very shortly. Mm-hmm. Glad I could be a benefit for you. All right. Well, here I go. Wow, your skin looks great. Everything about me feels great, Jack. That was the most incredible experience of my entire life. It makes all of the bad experiences I've had in other dimensions completely worth it. Amazing. Amazing. I can't even describe it to you in words. You're just going to have to listen to the well, recording. I can't wait to hear it. Oh, wow. Everything shut down. I, I'll go try to take down some notes, but it, it's I don't know how I'm going to put this into words. I mean, there's there's no way I can just effectively write down all of the things I just absorbed. It was incredible. Thankfully, I was recording, so I'm sure I'll be able to decode a lot of that information that they embedded into the audios that they were feeding to me. So, yeah. I can't wait to hear it, Max. That sounds really important. Absolutely. Life-changing. Right. World-changing. World-changing. 
This is going to be the thing, Jack, the thing that propels this podcast into the stratosphere. Wow, our listener numbers will go way up, by it sounds like. Oh, once yeah. This gets yeah, out. Absolutely. There's no way anyone's going to be able to listen to this and not want to share it with everyone they know. That's incredible, Max. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I, I guess I'm going to get to work on that and uh, you know, try this whole thing again in a week. From the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack, barely in this one strobe, and Tim Ellis as Max. Also starring J.R. Willett as Professor Charles Matherson and Tim Ellis as Zam Smatta, a.k.a. Hellscape Max. The music by Alpha Geek, logo by Abe Schmidt. Dying to dive deeper into the new Coke lore? Check out patreon.com slash dispatchesfm where you can support us directly and access exclusive bonus content like brainstorming sessions, sweet merch, raw recordings, other audio, and cancerous peaks behind the interdimensional curtain. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at dispatchesfm and visit us online at dispatches.fm. A box full of the cutest puppies on the planet. Dang it. You're still very close to one of mine. Okay. <laughs> Good. I mean, even if we're talking about, like, my mom here, who, again, is not here in this dimension, is that they jumped off of a building on a dare. <laughs> Your dog is definitely getting cancer if I'm getting paid a billion dollars. This is great. Sorry. All right.